you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Praise the Lord, and thank you for standing by. Dr. Vells, how are you doing? God bless you, Brother Shannon. I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Hey, doing good. Blessed by that song. That was very beautiful. Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Friends, welcome aboard. We're just getting started, and I want to um, welcome everybody here that's uh, tuning in for the first time, all of our regular folk. Welcome back. Coming up next... We've got Dr. Deborah Vells, and uh, I'm going to open us up with a song just to give people a few seconds to get over here to our new feed. Is that okay? That's, That's more than fine. Yes, sir. Hope you enjoy this. I hope you enjoy that song. That's uh, from the 505 Ministries, 505 Band, There's Always Jesus. And we're excited to be here tonight for a live program, Tuesday, February 13, 2024. We're welcoming back Dr. Deborah Vells. Sister Vells, would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes, sir. Father God, we just want to thank you, Lord, for this 
time, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for the ministry of the Holy Spirit, Lord, and how you're moving, Lord, how you've already moved, Lord. We just thank you for your presence, and we just ask, God, that you continue to have your way. Lord God, we thank you for the man of God that just spoke and, and the song, Lord. I ask that you continue to bless them, Lord, minister and pour into them even more, Father God. Now, Lord, have your way tonight, Lord God. Let let your your whatever you want done, Father, we give the reins over to you, Lord God. And we just thank you and we praise you for it all. In Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. I say amen to that. Dr. Vells, you've got full time beginning now. And uh, welcome back. The microphone is yours. God bless you, Brother Shannon. We appreciate being here. I thank God for the presence of the Lord. You know, it's so good and so rich. And I, I'm just elated at, again, the Word of God and how God moves. So that song was awesome. I, Agape Elion. I, I, I love it. I've got to get that. <laughs> Praise I'm going to send you a copy. Um, okay. Thank you, sir. Yes, ma'am. I got blessed, too. First time I'd heard it. And uh, yes. maybe this is the first time you're here tonight. Welcome aboard. Uh, we're doing live programs now on an evening schedule again, Monday through Friday. So we invite you to come out, tune in live. And with that, uh, De- Sister Vells, the mic is yours. Yes, sir. All right. Well, Brother Shannon, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I'm going to come from Psalm chapter 23, verses 1 through 6 tonight. The God that is more than enough. Praise the Lord. We know this, This I know we know this scripture, um, but I'm going to just go verse by verse and just share what I believe the Lord would have us share tonight. One of the things that's so uh, already befitting with this is that we have to know who God is and that he is personal to us when we give our lives over to the Lord. So Psalm 23 and 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd. And when I look at that, that's personal. That's relationship. And of course, the Lord wants us to have relationship with him. Hallelujah. We can know him. Thank you, Lord. I shall not want. So a shepherd is one who tends and also nourishes, takes care of. A shepherd knows its sheep. Yeah. And and God knows each and every one of us, just like a natural shepherd. A natural shepherd in the morning Uh, will lead his flock or her from the fold. He does this by going before the flock and calling them. Arriving at the pasturage, he watches the flock with the the assistance of dogs. And what the dogs will do is make sure to keep the sheep together, keep them there where they need to be uh, in case they would stray. Okay. And if they stray, they got to go get them, find them. Okay. Then he supplies them with water, either running streams or troughs that's attached to wells. In the evening, he brings them back to the fold, checks to see that none are missing by passing them under the rod as they enter the door of the enclosure, checking each sheep as it passes by a motion of the hand. Finally, he watches the entrance of the fold throughout the night, acting as a gatekeeper. Now, Jesus, this is what God does for us. He watches us. Beloved, the Lord watches over you tenderly, watches over us to take care, to make sure we're nourished and that we have what we need. So a true shepherd knows his sheep. A true shepherd knows the character and the makeup 
of each sheep individually. Isn't that something? Because to me, when I see a herd of sheep, they all look the same unless they're little lambs and all. But to me, they look they look the same. But a, a real shepherd will know each one of those sheep and make sure that they're taken care of. So Isaiah chapter 40 verse 11 says, He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. So you see here, a shepherd gathers the lambs, picks them up and draws them close, gently leads even those that have young. God does this for us. Again, this is a good picture of the Lord, how he gathers us, how he wants to take care of us again, and how he wants to cover, and God does that. So God is described as one who picks up an individual lamb in order to protect it and carry it close to the heart. Now, I want to read Matthew's chapter 6, verses 24 through 34, because in this scripture, it continually talks about Take no thought. And we're talking about a shepherd and how the shepherd takes care. So if you have your Bibles and you want to go there with me, go over to Matthew's chapter 6, beginning at verse 24, and I'm going to read down through 34. It says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? And why take... Okay, verse 27, I skipped one. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Listen, the scripture's telling us, take no thought. Don't worry. We don't, we don't have to worry, fret what we're going to have. God will provide. Hallelujah. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith, therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Verse 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Therefore, take no thought for 
for the morrow. For the morrow or tomorrow shall take th thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So God is telling us in this scripture, and this is a picture of the shepherd, that he will take care of you. Every need we have, God knows how to supply. And he does not want us to get into worry or fear or, you know, doubt, unbelief. Okay? He is the God that's more than enough. Take no thought. Although God is all-powerful and the nations are as dust before him, he still cares for each of us in his own, in, 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 a, in a personal way, okay? We must never think that God is so majestic that he ignores the needs and problems of us, his children. God will not ignore you. Now, he may not talk. He may get silent. But just because he's silent, that doesn't mean he doesn't hear us. He hears us when we pray. God hears you at, right when you start talking. Okay? And God knows the right time to answer. He knows exactly what to do. He's never late. He's always on time. Glory to God. Okay? God compares himself to a shepherd in order, in order to illustrate his love for us, his people. The Lord Jesus himself adopted this metaphor to express his relationship to us as well. And if you read John chapter 10, you're going to see one of the uh, most dynamic pictures of Jesus as a shepherd. He is a shepherd. Hallelujah. And I thank God for Jesus. All right. Matter of fact, I'm going to go to John and I'm going to read a few verses there. John chapter 10, verses 11 through 16 John chapter 10 verses 11 through 16 it says I am the good shepherd the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep and Jesus literally did that but he that is an harling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The harling fleeth because he is an harling and careth not for the sheep. Glory to God. But this is what Jesus says. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the father knoweth me, even so know I the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Thank you, Lord. So God, through Christ, by the Holy Spirit, is so concerned about each of us, his children, that he desires to love, care for, protect, guide, and he is near to us. Okay, God is near. We're not serving a God that, that, that will not answer, beloved. God is near to us. Hallelujah. He's alive. And, and the reason Jesus came, he came to restore that fellowship so we could have that fellowship back with our Heavenly Father. So we are the Lord's sheep and we belong to him and are special objects of his affection and attention. Though we all, like sheep, have gone astray, every one of us, have, you know, 
on our own ways at times, done our own little thing, okay? The Lord has redeemed us by his shed blood. Thank God for that. As his sheep, we can claim the promises of Psalm 23. When we respond to his voice and follow after him. So number one, the Lord is my shepherd. 23.1b says, I shall not want. Again, we're making this personal. Because the Lord is our shepherd. And he knows how to lead. So this means that God has supplied all we need in order that we might accomplish his will in our lives. And this is why we're here, to accomplish the will of God. Okay, And not only that, we shall not lack anything necessary for God's will to be accomplished. Okay, We can be content in the Good Shepherd's provision and care for our lives, even in times of hardship. Because when we trust in his love, we must trust in his commitment as well. Trust in God. Trust in his love. No matter what hardship uh, may come your way, trouble that may come your way, affliction that may come your way, whatever it is, trust God. You shall not want. He's, he's a present help. Hallelujah. Now I want to read Philippians 4, 11 through 13. Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse 11, reading down through 13. It says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Okay, now if you take that therewith out, okay, you read it like this. I have learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. <laughs> I'm learning what it means to be, to abide in the Lord. Hallelujah. To dwell with him, walk with him, trust him, rely on him. Hallelujah. Depend on him. Glory to God. No matter what situation, he knows how to walk you through. Be content. Verse 12, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to, both to abound and to suffer need. So Paul, Paul experienced some things. He, he knew what it was, whether it was highs or lows. He, he knew how to handle it, and the Lord taught him how, and he teaches us how as well as we walk with him. So verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. No matter what state you find yourself in, no matter what situation may be going on, you can do all things through Christ. He's going to give you strength to do it. So Psalm 23 verse 2 says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now, when I think of green pastures, I think of plenty. You know, God gives us what we need, where we, we don't have just, just barely enough. He's the God that's more than enough. So God has all sufficiency. Our sufficiency is in the Lord. Okay, so thank God. We are richly fed when we allow the Lord to lead us in green pastures. His word. God's word is rich and plenteous. 
And I thank God for it because it's nourishment to us every single day. Because of the presence and nearness of, of the shepherd, we can lie down in peace. Glory to God. And you know what? When you lie down, you go to sleep, your sleep should be sweet in the Lord. Okay? Free from fear. Okay? The Holy Spirit is our comforter, our counselor and helper. And he communicates right from God's heart. He speaks not of his own self, but whatever God says and what God wants. And God's presence is close to us. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Okay. Psalm 23 and 3 says, He restoreth my soul, and he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He restored. To restore means to give back to its original state. And as I thought about this as I was studying, the, you know, the thought came, you know, when God has to restore us, he makes us better than we were before. You know what? Job went through a whole lot, but in the end, Job was better than he was before. Glory to God. So God is restoring. Maybe some of you on the line right now. Hallelujah. You need some restoration. And God will do that. He will put back, pour back in better than what you had before. Hallelujah. He is the God that is more than enough. Hallelujah. He's more than enough. And I'm so grateful to know that today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are times, beloved, when each of us need to be restored. We need to be refreshed and built up. I was recently at a conference, Brother Shannon, and the Lord really ministered to me. So it was like he was just pouring in, pouring in, and I could do nothing but cry. There are times we need that refreshing. We need that touch. And God knows that no one can touch you like the Lord can. No one can help you really help in the time when you need it like the Lord. But he's a present. I I always say it because it's so true. He knows what we need, when we need, how we need, where we need. God is, he's more than enough. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So God, as our shepherd, he will refresh us with living water. And God's waters never fail. They keep going. Glory to God. Manna from heaven, this rich food. When you get the manna, when you get that that, that first fruit manna in the morning, praise God, it's nothing like it. Glory to God. This is why the Israelites had to, the children of Israel had to go out and get the manna early. Because by noon, it it wasn't there. It was gone. How many of you know we got we to gotta get like that with God? Get up. Get up early. He wake you up, nudge you, go on and get up. You never know what God has for you. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you, don't miss your seasons and times with the Lord. Don't miss those times because God wants to pour in. God wants to give you refreshing. And, and it may he may be preparing you for things you may have to walk through, but he will undergird you. He'll build you up. Hallelujah. He will refresh you and then he will calm the troubled waters in your life. If there are waters troubled, this thing going on, you're troubled. You don't know what to do or, or, or maybe just things have hit you, whatever the case may be. God knows how to come in and calm. He knows how to steady you. Glory to God. He knows how to shore you up so you can steady yourself so you can keep on going in the name of the Lord. Jesus reaches every area of our life to restore us in order for us as his sheep to be able to continue to follow him 
and obediently serve him. So number one, we must follow the Lord, but we must also serve him in obedience. And we must obey him without reservation, without hesitancy, without fear. Praise the Lord. When God speaks a thing, I'm learning. Go ahead and move. You know, this morning, God spoke some things early this morning. And we just did what the Lord wanted us to do. Ran the lap God wanted us to run. Because you never know why God, if he puts it on your heart to speak a word, for example, okay, I, I, I'm on Set Free Live, and, and, and he gives me what to say. I don't, I don't know, Lord, what do you want me to do? He gives it, and you know it's for somebody. And so we must be real careful to obey the Lord, obey him quickly, okay? Learn not to doubt. Take God at his word, okay? Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 42.11 says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. For I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. So we don't have a reason to be cast down. You may have. You may think, you know, we've all gone through things. We kind of cast down, kind of down. But God is saying, why are you disquieted? Hope in me. Put your hope in me. Put, you know, I'm your help. And God is saying that today, beloved. God is your refuge. He is your help. So praise the Lord. You know, the song, it was just that song just so uplifted us tonight. Agape Elion, you know, and, and, and God will speak through these. I just love it when God speaks and he speaks through various ways, through songs. Come on. Amen. Someone may be, you may turn on the, the Internet, turn on the radio, turn on a, 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 a teaching tape and the Lord will speak specifically to you. And that's what God does. And it's for us to praise him, worship him, love on him, adore him. He's pulling you right on up. Beloved and out. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. So I want to read this scripture one more time. Psalm 42, 11. Why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. Do not worry. Do not allow frustration to get you. Do not allow torment or turmoil to get you. Okay. Hope thou in God. For I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. So the Lord, or the Good Shepherd, revives and re-energizes our soul through his power and his grace. And I'm going over now to Proverbs chapter 25, verse number 13. Proverbs 25 and 13. Thank you, Lord. It says, as the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him, for he refreshes the soul of his masters. God refreshes, okay? He refreshes us. He re-energizes us, okay? And then he leads us by the Spirit of God, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. In his chosen paths, one that conforms to his way of holiness. Romans chapter 8, verses 5 through 14. You may want to write that down. As God leads, we as obedient sheep, we must follow him. We must know his voice in order 
that we not follow another. So it's very imperative that we know the voice of the Lord. The scripture says, my sheep hear my voice and another they will not follow. Let's continue to follow on after the Lord. Glory to God. Okay, I'm down to Psalm 23 and 4. It says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, there are many times we walk through things, there are valleys, and it looks dark. Sometimes it may may look bleak, and we don't know what's, what's coming up. But the scripture says, yea, though I walk, that means you will walk through some valleys. We will, amen, be touched. Even uh, the shadow of death, shadow, it's a shadow. He says, I will fear no evil. No evil that comes your way, don't fear. One of the things that was told me a few years ago when I got a diagnosis and a minister told me, don't fear, no fear. Do not allow fear to come in. Don't get afraid. Don't get troubled. And when you feel that, turn to the Lord immediately. Ask the Lord to help you. Ask the Lord to give you strength. Okay? I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. You are. God is. That's what I'm saying. He is with you. Hallelujah. And his rod, and that rod will knows how to pull us in. And his staff, that's his directive hand. That's his leading and that's his guiding. It will comfort us. And God will comfort you, beloved. He'll give you strength. He will lead you. He'll guide you. Even if that, if he has to use his rod to pull you in. Come on. Come on. Stay close to the Lord. When you find yourself in a tight spot, stay close to God. The, the closer you stay to God, the more light you'll have. And that shadow has to go. Because light dispels the darkness light the light of God will push the darkness out hallelujah so even when the enemy try to come to bring affliction some face death and God says no death has to go away because Jesus is life he is light he is hope come on he's your healer he's your strengthener come on he's our deliverer Everything we need is in God. Glory to God. So, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, and thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So in times of danger, difficulty, and even death, we have no need to fear. God promises to be with us through every situation that we will face. There's nothing that you'll ever go through that God doesn't know about it. And that he cannot walk you through it. Okay. So Matthew 28 and 20 says, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Now, you know, this this, this word says all way. All the way. Come on. All way. Right on to the finale. Come on. Right to the finish line. He said, even to the end of the earth, God is with you. Now, this is a comforting thought to know, no matter what you may face. I've heard many testimonies of people facing death. I just recently heard a testimony of of a well-known minister that one time was in a plane crash. And he, he survived the plane crash. Why? The Lord was with him. Death could not take him. 
Glory to God. And so God knows the troubles. Again, he knows the things that we walk through. And I know of other situations where it looked bleak. We prayed. God worked miracles. And God is a miracle worker. So now listen. The rod is a weapon of defense or discipline. This symbolizes God's strength, his power, and authority. So a true shepherd does have authority. And they know how to pull that that rod. Come on. And sometimes we have to be corrected. And God does it. He's stern, but he's loving. I thank God for his correction. I thank God for the hand of God. So the staff is a long, slender stick with a hook on one, one end. It's used to draw the sheep close to the shepherd to guide it in the right way or rescue it from trouble. So thank God that God's rod knows how to reach you. Hallelujah. If you're if you're where there's danger, the Lord knows how to pull you out of that danger zone. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He is a rescuer. Thank you, Father. Okay? So God's rod and staff reassures us of God's love and guidance in our lives. And I want to read Psalm 86. Verse number 17. This is a wonderful verse. This really blessed me when I read it. Psalm 86, verse 17. It says, Show me a token for good, that they which hate me may see it and be ashamed, because thou, Lord, has helped me and comforted me. So even when you, again, I'm going to repeat myself here. When you go through things that may bother or trouble, it doesn't matter what the trouble is. God says right here, hallelujah, show me a token for good that they which hate me may see it and be ashamed because thou, Lord, has helped me and comforted me. God will help you. He'll give you the comfort that you need. God is so good. Psalm 23 verse 5 says, thou preparest a table before me. In the presence of mine enemies, thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. So God here is pictured as caring for our needs in the midst of the forces of evil that attempt to destroy our life. As we are confronted daily by the enemy and surrounded by an ungodly society, we are furnished with sufficient grace to live and rejoice in God's presence. And 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 and 10. I'm going to read it. It talks about God's grace. And I'm going to go there. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 and 10. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, this is Paul, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. So Paul recognized in his weaknesses he was strong in God. So he began to thank God for the things that he went through. 
He knew that God was with him and God's grace and God is with us as well. So we may eat at the Lord's table in faith, thanksgiving and hope, fully at peace and protected by the blood of Jesus. Psalm 23, verse number six. Surely, hallelujah, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Hallelujah. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So we are assured, beloved, of God's unmerited favor and his grace. With the shepherd accompanying us through life's pilgrimage, we will receive constant help, kindness, and support. No matter what happens, you can trust God, beloved, to work all things out for your good. All things, the Bible says, work together for the good to those who are called according to his purpose. All things, everything we ever go through, God can take it and work it and work it for your good. Okay. And I thank God. That's Romans eight twenty eight. So the hope that we have in following the Lord is knowing that one day, will be with him. Hallelujah. We shall see him face to face and we're going to serve the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Beloved, God is truly the God that is more than enough. And in the word of God, there are many examples of how God provided for his children in difficult situations. I'm going to share just a few of them with you. Number one, he led Israel out of Egypt with a strong hand. He told Moses before he even went, Pharaoh is going to harden his heart. Hallelujah. But I'm going to show myself, glory to God. And it took 10, I think it was 10 of them times. Hallelujah. From the water turning to blood all the way to death. But that last one, come on here. Hallelujah. And some of you may be going through some things right now. And it looks like you get through one thing and look like something else hit. But beloved, God's going to bring you through. Just keep on serving God. Keep on going with the Lord. God proved himself to Israel. He brought down the walls of Jericho. The people, all they had to do was shout. Glory to God. Because God had already told them, hey, this, I'm going to give it to you. But you got to do it my way. Glory to God. And when the people began to praise God, when they began to shout, the walls came down. We must learn how to praise God and shout and give him glory so the walls can come down around us. So trouble can, hallelujah, dissipate. Come on here. Sickness have to flee. Come on now. Glory to God. Warfare even. We go through warfare and that just means we do fight. Come on. We have to wrestle sometime. Glory to God. But even in that, beloved, God is with you. Thank you, Lord. He knows how to bring down the walls. Listen. He used the shepherd boy to slay the giant, David. He didn't use the army. They were all standing around. They didn't want to go up against the giant. But God had to call David to go down there. Hallelujah. See about his brothers. And while he was there, 
He heard something that he knew was not of God. He heard the enemy talking. He heard defiance. He heard rebellion against God. And something rose up in David. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say, wait a minute now. Who is this Philistine? Glory to God that's defying my God. Glory to God. And ain't nobody willing to go up against this giant. Hallelujah. God put something in David. Glory to God. David said, wait a minute now. Hallelujah. He's going up against God. Hey, we got to do something. And the anointing grabbed him. Hallelujah. He said, I'll go fight him. Thank you, Jesus. And he didn't look at the man's stature. Glory to God, because he had something bigger than the giant in him. Hallelujah. He knew that the power of God rose up in him. Hallelujah. When the bear came out after the sheep, glory to God, and God gave him how to slay the bear. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, this ain't no more than the bear that I had to deal with down, out, around, amen, in the shepherd field. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he told the giant, you're coming to me with your sword. Glory to God. But I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. He wielded his sling. Glory to God. Got five stones out of the brook. Glory to God. And began to run toward that giant. Some of you right now, you need to know how to run toward the roar. Glory to God. God, you need to understand that the giant, amen, in your life will be defeated when you pick up the stone. Glory to God. And you begin to sling the word. You begin to sling, glory to God, the scripture. You declare and decree the word of the Lord. When you receive a report that's not of God, you got to stand up, beloved, and say, no, I know the word of God. And that's what David did. That's why he could run toward the giant. And God, the Oshanda, got behind that stone. Glory to God. And he hit the bullseye. My God. And one stone took the devil down. I come to tell you tonight just one word from the Lord. When God gives you his word, my God, you will stand up and defeat the enemy. My God, we will face giants in our life. We may face affliction. Glory to God. You may face illness sometime. Trouble may come your way. Persecution may come your way. Heartache may come your way. Disappointment may come your way, but I come to tell you that God is the God that's more than enough. Thank you, Jesus. He gave the strength to the Hebrew boys. My God, in the face of death, when they were facing the fire, thank you, God. My God, they bound them down and threw them in the fire, but God was there, and he said, get up from here. Glory to God. I'm burning off these ropes. I'm burning off these chains. I'm burning off these weights, my God, because he is the God that's more than enough. 
Thank you, Jesus. And then I'm reminded of the apostles when they were confronted with the Sanhedrin. I believe it was. Thank you, Jesus, in the book of Acts. And they say, who gave you authority to preach in the name of the Lord? Glory to God. And the boys stood up and said, listen here. We know what we're talking about. We know the man called Jesus. We know what he have done. We know that he saves. We know that he delivers. We know that he heals. And even though you're telling us not to to speak in his name, but we cannot stop doing it because we know him. We're following him. So no matter what you try to do to us, we're still going to cry Jesus. And that's what we have to do in this hour. They're wanting us to stop calling on the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory be to God. But I come to tell you tonight, don't stop. My God, you stand up. And when you stood, glory to God, in the face of adversity, keep on standing because God is the God that's more than enough. Finally, God delivered Paul and Silas from the hand of the enemy by delivering them in the prison and bringing salvation to the Philippian jailer. You see, when they began to praise God, the earth shook. Glory to God. There was an earthquake at midnight because Paul and Silas were not feeling sorry for themselves. They were not, amen, complaining and murmuring. Glory to God. They lifted up their hands as their back was bleeding. Back was wide open. They've been hit this way and that way. My God. But they found a song to sing. And I thank God for the song of the Lord. Glory be to God. God will stir you up, beloved. My God, he'll give you a song down in your belly to begin to praise God in the midst. And the Bible said, glory to God, their chains fell off. The doors flew open and the guard was about to kill itself. But in the prison house, God delivered Paul and Silas. Thank you, Jesus. And he said, look, don't harm yourself. We are all here. And this this man fell down on his knees Say, what must I do to be saved? You see, when we as men and women of God begin to stand up, glory to God for Jesus, somebody is going to want him. Somebody's going to say, what must I do to be saved? Beloved, I want to let you know tonight, God is the God that is more than enough. Don't give up now, beloved. You come too far. Hallelujah. Just as he delivered Paul and Silas and others in the word of God, he's come to deliver you. God has come, my God, to help you. God has come to let you know that he is God all by himself. So shake off the chains, shake off the weights and begin to call on the name of the Lord. I thank God for this word today. I thank God for the power of God. I thank God. Hallelujah that he knows exactly what to do and how God does not make any mistake beloved so I come to tell you tonight God is the God that's more than enough no matter what your situation is right now Jesus has come to see about you father I thank you tonight for your word I thank you today God for your people I thank you for your anointing and your presence and I ask you Lord to minister to your people minister to your precious men servants maid servants right now Lord 
Let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, someone has been waiting on some answers for a long time, but I ask you now, dear Lord God, pull back the covers right now. Father God, pull down, Lord, those walls that's been hindering their blessing and hindering their their answers from coming on through. Father, I ask you to touch right now. I ask you, Lord, hallelujah, part the Red Sea for your men's service and maid service. Let them cross on over into the promised land, into what you have called them to, into their purpose and destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bind every edict of the enemy now. In Jesus' name, we take authority over the devil right now. God, and I thank you for liberty. I thank you for healing. I thank you for wholeness. I thank you for your word. Let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now. And Lord, I thank you for opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out blessings to your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, minister right now. Lord, you touch right now. You know exactly what to do. For God, you are the God that's more than enough. You know what to do, Father. So Lord, we ask you to minister right now by the power of God. Things that have been held up, Father, I pray now, God, that you send forth the latter rain. Lord, ill-spoken words that's been put in the atmosphere against your people. I pray, God, that those words will fall to the ground, that they will be null and void. And Father God, you will do in your men's service and maid service what only you can do in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we thank you. We praise you now. We give you glory. Father, we will continue, oh God, to look to the hills from which cometh our help. For we know that our help comes from you, oh God. So touch right now now by the power of God. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you for it all. In Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen. Be encouraged beloved and know that God is fighting on your behalf because he is the God that's more than enough. God bless. What a powerful teaching today with Dr. Deborah Vells. Sister Vells, what would you like to title this for the archive tonight? Simply, Brother brother Shannon, the God that is more than enough. Amen. Sister Vells, I want you to tell people about your ministry, how they can learn more about it, uh, tune into your broadcast, and support your work, please. Yes, sir. Well, Brother Shannon, uh, we are located in Blackwell, Oklahoma. Uh, The address, I'll give the church address first, is 721 North 1st Street. Blackwell, Oklahoma, 74631. And if anyone would like to support us, um, they can do that by going to our website, setfreeoutreachministries.org. We have a PayPal button there. We do have Zelle and and, and Vimno um, Cash App. If anyone would like those ways to sow, drop us an email at setfreeblackwell.org at gmail.com also we have a a daily broadcast brother shannon on youtube set free live we can be uh heard there monday through friday 7 a.m central standard time and in any other services services that we broadcast will be on uh our youtube channel apostle deborah vales that's set free live. That's our program. If anyone has Facebook, they can check 
check us out there too. I do have a Facebook page, and uh, it's it's Deborah Ann Vales on Facebook. Praise God. But if not, go to YouTube because really we we're boosting YouTube more. Praise the Lord. So Apostle Deborah Vales is our YouTube channel, and Brother Shannon it. I just thank God for what he's doing and how he's blessing and moving right here in Blackwell, Oklahoma. God is so good, and I'm so thankful for all that God is doing, and I love all of you. I love you, Brother Shannon. My friend, I love you too, and what an anointed message tonight. I will be getting this up the next hour. I'll get you a copy, Dr. Vells, and uh, yes, sir. feel free to use it any way you want, of course. Yes, sir. And folks, uh, please share these programs with a friend. We need your help to get the word out, so... Any person you can share the shows with will help us bring in more to hear these great messages. Dr. Vells, we love you, and we'll see you again real soon. Thank you for working with us. Yes, me. sir. Yes, sir. God bless. Love you, brother. See you soon. God bless. Folks, that was Dr. Deborah Vells.